Blog Talk Radio. To all my people in the struggle, you think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go! about you. Glory, 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 glory. All right. Welcome. This is Ariel calling live or broadcasting live from Hollywood, California. This is a beautiful morning that the Lord has made. We're now going to be talking about what the Lord has put on my heart to share about the Pentecost because Pentecost is coming up very soon. It is your appointed time to meet with God. Yes, these are two um, incredible spiritual truths. One is that God is a covenant-making, covenant-keeping God. And second, that he clearly states that he has established times in the year and promises to reward for your obedience with special blessings as far as following the feast. Just to give you a little background as far as um why I'm sharing about this and why I think what the Lord wants me to share. It's because as I have gone through my Christian walk and learned obedience and and learned how to walk in faith, God has started downloading through the Holy Spirit various things in the Bible that I had seen before but never really understood. And he started showing me about the Sabbath and why it was so important to keep the Sabbath and the Sabbath rest and how through the rest it comes the power of God. And then as far as meeting people that had started celebrating the feast, and these were Christians, and I was challenged in my faith as far as why we don't celebrate the feast. And I think it's a strategy of the enemy to deceive um, the body of Christ, which is the church, and it's mainly the religious people who are coming against that because God never has said stop the appointed feast. Matter of fact, in um, Acts 20. Verse 15 through 17, Paul is after Pentecost, that we know of Pentecost, he's sailing from um, Chios. And the following the day, he said, we struck across to Samos, and the next day we arrived at Miletus. For Paul had determined to sail on past Ephesus, lest he might have to spend time in Asia. For he was hastening on so that he might reach Jerusalem, if at all possible, by the day of Pentecost. So even after what we know as Pentecost, and I'm going to talk about that, he still went to the appointed time, the appointed place, to which at that time was Jerusalem, 
and that to be there for Pentecost. Now, Pentecost, as we know it as the church, is the celebration of the Feast of Week. Excuse me, feast of, of of first fruits, and it's named different things. It's acknowledging the first fruits of your labor. It's also um, the feast of weeks, the feast of harvest, and this. When God said that he rewards those who diligently seek him, he's rewarding them with downloads from heaven on the importance of scripture. The Old Testament is on the five books that Moses or Moshe wrote or called the Torah. And the Tanakh, which is the Old Testament, Jesus himself said, I did not come to do away with the law, but to fulfill the law, to bring to fullness what all this means, and you can look at any of the feasts, and you can see Christ throughout. Matter of fact, um, I think it was Peter who said in Colossians two, sixteen through seventeen, that the Jewish feasts and celebrations were a shadow of the things to come through Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ is seen, as we talked about, with Passover. He was the Passover Lamb, and so now, fifty days later is Shavuot, or what we call Pentecost. So let's go and lay the foundation of this by going back to Leviticus. And in Leviticus chapter 13, it says in chapter 13, verse 6, And on the 15th day of the same month, it is the feast of unleavened bread unto the Lord. Seven days you must eat unleavened bread. And in the first day, you shall have a holy convocation. You shall do no servile work. And then he goes on to talk about, speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, when you come into the land which I give you, which is your promised land, and shall reap the harvest thereof, then you shall bring a sheaf of the first fruits of your harvest unto the priest. And the priest was the one who was the intercessor between man and God. And now we have our high priest, Jesus, who is always our high priest. And we are a royal priesthood, a peculiar people. Uh, We are royalty and we are a kingdom of priests. So as a priest, we are to bring our first fruits. And we're to bring them, and in verse 11 it says, And he shall weigh the sheath before the Lord. So we're to bring those first things that have been given to us in the harvest and bring them to the Lord to say, Lord, we're thankful. We're thankful what you have done. And it also says, And the he lamb without blemish. Well, we know who that he lamb is. It is the Lord Jesus, Yeshua, of the first year of the burnt offering unto the Lord. And I was I was preparing for this. It was um, I was writing this all down, and then I feel like the Holy Spirit was showing me something concerning Pentecost. So let's go and look at now, fifty days later, after the Lord had become the Passover Lamb, how He been died and resurrected, and now He ascended and seated on the right hand of the Father, forevermore to be our priest forever to more make intercession for us, what is he telling the disciples to do? Because they are still celebrating all the feasts. He tells them to wait. And a lot of times we don't like that word when the Lord tells us to wait. We're like, okay, what are we waiting for? What are we supposed to be doing? Um, What's the purpose? And a lot of times 
in obedience is you may not know what exactly is the purpose, but just be obedient is because it's in the waiting that you're going to get the promise. It's in the waiting that you're going to get your instruction. And if you move out before that, you're going to miss your blessing. So in this, let's look at the Acts of the Apostle. And in Acts chapter 1, He's telling them, um, and it says, you know, he's already, they've already been assembled together. It commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. There is a command, don't leave Jerusalem. But wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. So now he's giving them a little bit more picture of you're going to be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Well, they really, in a way, don't know what that's going to look like or what it's going to be, but they know they're supposed to wait. And then verse 6 says, And when they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom of it to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or seasons which the Father hath put in his own power, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and into the uttermost part of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of sight. So now he has told them, he has given direct command, he's given direct orders, and in obedience they are gathering together. Now, I'm going to be talking about what happened when they gathered together. But right now, I want to just, um, this morning I was thinking about what different songs that the Lord wanted me to play during this um, half-hour show. And one of the things that he wanted me to give you was a um it is John Paul Jackson in the voice of God saying um what God is and the God of symbols is so important I think for right now for us to understand so with that here is the God of symbols God of symbols I am found in my appointed feasts. I am the anointing oil. I am the bright cloud that comes to you. I am the synagogue, church, tabernacle, and temple. I am the living water of life. I am the shofar trumpet. I am the fountain of Israel. I am Israel's living star. I am the Passover. I am the Ark of the Covenant. I am the door. I am the altar of the tabernacle. I am the balm of Gilead. I am the rose of Sharon. I am the tree of life. I am the God of Bethel. I am the lily of the valley. 
I am God whose Sabbaths are a sign between you and me. I am the rainbow's color. I am the rock, there is no other. I am the glory in the cloud of the temple. I am the bread of life. I am your rock, full of living water. I am the light of the world. I am a consuming fire. I am the north, your promoter. I am the bright and morning star. I am the light, luminous, glowing, and radiant. just thank you for this time father we just lift up this program lord we just ask that you have your way father illuminate the scriptures by the holy spirit father let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight my lord and my redeemer father you are the god of symbols you show us every day that you are the creator you are everything and and you are in all your creation and we are to look and see what you're speaking to us today so father we give you all the honor and all the glory in jesus name in leviticus when they're talking about the 50 days after the passover shavuot which we call pentecost and they called, well, in the disciples, called it Pentecost because that was the time that they were to remember what God had done for them and to bring these first fruits to him. In Leviticus, in Leviticus 23:16, it says, Even unto the morrow after the seventh Sabbath shall you number 50 days, and you shall offer a new meat offering unto the Lord. For you shall bring out of your habitations two wave loaves, of two tenths deals, they shall be of fine flour, they shall be bacon with leaven. They are the first fruits unto the Lord, and you shall offer up with bread seven lambs without blemish of the first year, and one young bullock and two rams. They shall be for a burnt offering unto the Lord with their meat offering and their drink offerings, even as offering made by fire of sweet savor unto the Lord. It's very important, that passage, because in Pentecost, this is revealed. When the Lord is saying, is the two wave loaves with leaven. Leaven is yeast, and yeast rises, and yeast is full. And now, before they were told to eat unleavened bread, now they're told to bring leavened bread, bring the fullness, bring the best to the first roots unto the Lord. And then the lambs and the bullocks, all that meant was bring these these um, spotless um, lambs 
seven of them completion again seven weeks seven sabbath it's it's all completion and jesus was the passover lamb he completed that lamb offering so he now is the lamb that is there in the presence of father and then it says and even an offering made by fire and it's a fire that goes before fire is used to bring that incense to burn that incense so it would be a sweet savor in the fragrance of god now in pentecost in chapter two it says and when the day of pentecost was fully come they were all in one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared upon them clothes tongues like as of fire and it set upon them so there's that fire with the I believe what the Holy Spirit downloaded to me, and it was just very powerful the other day, is when, I'll just put it the way I got it, is that when Jesus left, when he ascended, he sent the Holy Spirit, which is a type of harvester, is the one who brings, you know, he um, was used to birth, birth the creation any time that the Holy Spirit is Upon something, something manifests when it came upon Jesus and manifested who he was. This is when the Father said, This is my beloved Son, whom I'm well pleased. And when the Holy Spirit was brought forth down on earth, he was, that's what they were waiting for. They didn't, he already told them in the Holy Ghost, but he, they didn't understand what was going to happen. So when the harvester comes down, the Holy Spirit comes down to where the crop is, which is the disciples, who is the first fruits of the Lord, he harvests 120 in that upper room, and they were the first fruits of Jesus. This was the ministry that Jesus had on earth, and now he's waving them before the Father. And the tongues, that the fire that came upon them, and it says that as they appeared upon, upon them cloven tongues like fire, and it sat upon them, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues. As the Spirit gave them utterance, and there dwelling at Jerusalem, Jews, devout men, and every nation under heaven. Now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together. See, everybody's coming. They're here. They see this. There's something happening. And we're confounded because they're confused. Like, wait a minute. I'm hearing these people, these men talk, and I know that they don't talk by language, but as it says in Acts 2, 6, that every man heard them speak in his own language. God had performed a sign of wonder right in front of everyone. Now the disciples, now the people up in the upper room are endued with power to go out into the harvest. So they were lifted up. They were, the fire of God came upon them, and now it's in them, and they are now used as an instrument to show the world that this is that. And now they're saying, oh, they're mocking them. They're saying, oh, you're full of new wine. But Peter, who now is given the authority to stand up with the 11, and it says that in verse 14, lifted up his voice and said unto them, ye men of Judea and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you. Let it be said to you today. 
Hearken to my words, for you think, or for these are not drunken, as you suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet of Joel. He is saying, this is not what you think it is. This is now what the prophet Joel spoke. And he said, and it shall come to pass in the last days, said God, I will pour out my spirit upon all all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Prophesy, meaning you're going to have divinely counsel, visions, you're going to have divinely sight, and, and dreams, divinely, divinely connected dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaids, I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy, and I will show wonders of the heavens above and signs in the earth beneath blood and fire and vapor and smoke the sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before that great and notable day of the lord come and it shall come to pass saying this is going to happen that whoever shall call upon the name of the lord shall be saved and now he's challenging the men and ye men of israel hear these words Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracle signs and wonders, which God did by him in the midst of you, as you yourself know. Him being delivered by determined counsel and foreknowledge of God, ye have taken it and wickedly hands have crucified and slain him, whom God hath raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be holden of it. For David speaketh concerning him. I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand, that I should not be moved. Therefore did my heart rejoice, and my tongue was glad, and moreover also my flesh shall rest in hope. Because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thy holy one to see corruption. Thou hast made known to me the ways of life. Thou shalt make me full of joy with thy continence. Men and brethren, let me freely speak unto you of the patriarch David, that he is both dead and buried, and his sepulcher is with us today. Therefore, being a prophet, and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him, that of the fruit of his loins, according to the flesh, he would raise up Christ to sit on the throne. He is now witnessing with the power of God. It says you're not going to come by um, flowing speech and man's wisdom, but only by the power of God through the Holy Spirit. So now Peter, being baptized in the Holy Spirit, has the power to sit there and speak about Christ, and this word will not come back void. Christ will not come back void. That, that now they have to deal with what has happened, and now he's letting them know that this Jesus hath God raised up, wherefore all we are witnesses. Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted, and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he has shed forth this, for ye now see and hear. So he's letting him know they're letting them know that you now have seen the, the you have seen the risen Christ come in power in us through us through by the Holy Spirit. So during this time of Pentecost that's coming up, definitely give your best to the Lord. Spend time with Him. This is your appointed time and to be with the Lord, and He is wanting you to bring forth 
what you have in your hand. Very interesting. I was just speaking to someone just the other day, and they were talking about how they were hoping this was the Lord and that was the Lord, and they were talking about this person that they really liked. And I said, well, you know, if you're a Christian and this person's a Christian, how come you're not inviting Christ into this? Because he's sitting right there like, hello, I'm in the room. So it's that same thing. It's like, you know, he he is so near to us. He is here. And he wants us to come and say thank you. Thank you for what you've done. And with that, we just have to praise him. So during this Pentecost, let's say hallelujah Adonai.
Amen, amen. Hallelujah, Adonai. Baruch Adonai, Elohim. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I thank you for the people, Lord. I thank you that you bless them. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine his face upon you. May the Lord lift up your confidence and give you peace. I will be celebrating Pentecost, Shavuot, in North Carolina at the Line of Judah Worship Grounds. Um, so if you're in that area, oh, hope that you come. You can go online at www.lojw.org. Until next time, have a Memorial Day, memorializing what the Lord has done in our lives. Goodbye, everyone. Shalom. To all my people in the struggle, you think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go! Your house, on your job, be encouraged, boo. Come on.